Welcome to episode 61 of the Rough Dope Podcast. It's uh, Westy and Tim Rodriguez. How are you doing, boys? Hey, hey. Hey, how are we doing? You didn't mention your own name. Mystery oh, host. Uh, I'm anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. X. <laughs> uh, Johnny Dark. <laughs> Sounds like your board name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll uh, jump into uh, last weekend's games. Um, there was uh, some exciting games, some mm. close games, and then there was uh, a single game that was quite shocking to uh, to a lot of us. So we'll start off with uh, Saturday's first game. Uh, Tim's Niners seemed to handle the Vikings pretty uh, pretty well there, uh, 27-10. Anything you got to say about this game, Tim? Uh, it was what I was expecting. Uh, I thought the Vikings were a far inferior team. I wasn't expecting much of a fight from this team. Cousins, clearly not a guy that can beat a very high-quality team. Uh, the Saints, they're a good team, but they're not the same level as the, as the Niners, and they proved that when they lost to them. Um, I, I just think the Niners proved that they are the far superior team. This is what I was expecting. Throwing salt to the Saints? They're long gone. They just, they just lost to to the Vikings. So, yes, I'm throwing shot at the shit Saints. I think one of the things that leads into next week's game is that Dalvin Cook only got six carries. Hmm. Um, or nine carries. Nine carries. Nine for carries for yards. 19 yards, yeah. So, um, I, I would imagine that the Niners would be really interested in just shutting down Adam Jones and making Rodgers throw to his feeble receivers. Um, That's exactly what's going to end up happening. Is the Niners are going to rush, are going to rush four. They're going to have three backers, and they're going to just have a bunch of guys in the in the defensive backfield, just covering all their middling receivers except for Don, Devontae Adams. But they're just going to double Devontae the entire game. Okay. How's the weather? Go over. What's the weather uh, in Clara? Uh, again, for for this weekend, it's uh, no no uh, rain or snow. Um, it's going to be like mid fifties, uh, maybe high fifties in Santa Clara, and then it's going to be mid to high twenties in uh, Kansas City. So, which plays right into the Titans' strengths, right there. It's a it's a brutal weather, but not uh, not so ugly. Once once the guys get going, like you know, they're all heated up, and it's not really affecting the players more. It's uh, kind of exciting to watch people freezing in the stands, drinking Bud Lights or whatever. <laughs> okay, what else do we got? What's our next game? We got um, should we go into the the big Ravenstein's? Yeah, we got the Titans. Uh, basically, no show. Uh, we see some some armor uh, plating going down for the Ravens. Uh, <laughs> did you see? Did you see anything there uh, that was more than just like a one in ten problem for the Ravens, or was this a faulty team from the get go? Well, it just proves if you can get ahead of the Ravens and they have to come back quickly, they can't do it. They, they're a run-first team. 
they run they ran the ball more than any other than any team in the NFL. And there's a reason because Lamar Jackson, when he's forced to drop back and pass, he can't do it consistently. So and you, you saw his deficiencies in being able to throw the ball consistent in that game. Like he struggled reading defenses, balls were late, balls were behind guys constantly. Also, I, I think he took way too much time off. He took three weeks off. Basically, they shut him down in week 16. And a lot of it has to do with timing. When you're not playing for that long, I think it leaves a little rust on you. I think he looked rusty out there. I agree with the rust angle. I agree with the rust <laughs> angle, but I, I, I don't think I throw this all on Lamar. How many drops oh, I agree. did they have? I agree. I mean, he was pretty dynamic moving the ball. Basically everywhere except for into the end zone. And I think that's the story. That was the story was that they just couldn't close the deal. They choked when it mattered. Um, but between the 20s, they were much better. They were much better. Their offense was much better. Their defense was much better. They just – how many times did you say they were in Titan territory? Ten, yeah, ten I think it was, yeah, it, was, yeah, it was eight times, and they, they only scored um, two field goals and a touchdown. Yeah, yeah they – I think it was more than eight even. I mean, it was, it was pretty – whatever it was, it was ridiculous how many times they were either fumbling the ball, mm-hmm. dropping it, or, or um, un- like running these very uncreative uh, QB sneaks um, and, and just turning it over on fourth down. It was, it was probably the worst performance I've ever seen from – I think it's the, the, by far the worst performance I've seen from a one seed. And they didn't do anything well. I mean, they moved the ball well between, like, between the 20s, like you said, but – there was nothing that seemed to go right for them. They could not sustain a drive. Well, the thing also you saw was they were 0 for 4 on fourth downs. They were 8 for 8 on fourth yeah. downs yeah. throughout the season. Like, they turned over the ball four times on downs. That's, that's huge. And then not only that, they had three turnovers. So they, had, they basically turned over the ball seven times to the Titans. So that's, that's really rough. Yeah, we had we had another exciting uh, quarterback performance uh, for the winning side. Tannehill with seven completions for 88 yards. Uh, it looked like a one uh, one horse town for Tennessee. Derrick Henry is a monster. Um, oh gosh. Yeah. Do, do we see any change in their offensive game plan coming into this week? Nope. They have to figure out about four more points. It's going, to be, it's going to be 30 carries to Henry. I don't think it's enough points. You have to have Tannehill this week, at least. Unless you don't think the Chiefs can score 30 against this team. And I, I, I have hated what I've seen from the Tennessee defense. Yeah, that, that's what, what, I, what I was saying earlier is that it was like a sequencing thing and like one out of ten. Uh, the Ravens had, you know, 600 yards from Lamar Jackson and they – only had 12 points when in like a a different uh a different game they have 60 points uh just you know turnovers bad decision making on fourth down not going for field goals etc um that was the the one game and it happened i i see this to be uh a, you know like an overreaction to how well the titans played you know, they they did show up. They had good stops on fourth down. Um, the defense and was porous. I thought they were not playing uh, competitively. 
you can't just yeah give up 600 700 yards of offense and, and show that they <laughs> played well um but but you look at the box score and they give up 12 points so there might be a little bit of overaction there um, well this uh, on that one these these two teams played in week 14 was it week 14 or 15 and the titans won by three so so uh, and they scored thirty five. The Titans scored thirty five in that game. So different, different quarterback. You guys were telling me all last week. <laughs> I uh I have faith. I think this team has confidence. They they definitely just like believe in Derrick Henry, and I, yeah. I would just ride him to the Super Bowl. Seems like not a bad problem. And the Ravens defense was stellar. So like a number one defense, they gave up twenty eight points. Whether it was anything due to like possession or you know field field position um they still got gas so i totally believe that the chiefs are capable of giving up 28 points i liked what i saw from the chiefs a lot more than what i saw from the titans last week and i think the chiefs have a better team so i'm seven and a half no problem so we'll go to the sunday games uh the chiefs had a 21 skunk in the first quarter um, ended up being 24 to nothing before they, they decided to rally and beat the Texans 51-31, which was uh, quite impressive seeing as at one point they were 70 to 1 in the game to win. And they win the half. To win, to, win by, the half to win the half. To win the half. And yeah. they did. <clears throat> they did, yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, win, win by 20, down by 24 is, is quite um remarkable uh any opinions on Andy Reid I, f- I feel like this guy is known for diagramming the, the beginning of the game uh first 16 plays all of Bill Walsh and they look pretty terrible they had some yeah quick three and outs and a lot of drops a lot of drops bad decision making like that Tyreek Hill fumble randomly Kelsey dropped a ball that hit him right in the chest right Tyreek Hill dropped the ball that was hit him right in the hands. So it, it was just that that's there was you could not blame that those first couple series on Mahomes or Reed. I mean, it was clear that these guys that the receivers came out and they weren't ready to play for whatever reason. I don't know what it was, but they just came out not ready to play. And then once they actually started catching the ball, you saw what they could do, and it's just like holy crap! So I like mean, laser show. <laughs> yeah, they they. They scored on seven straight drives. <laughs> That's incredible. It really was like peak NFL offense. It's like, oh, that can't be stopped. Nothing is working. Every play is unstoppable. It was great. I loved it. Well, okay, also another we- thing that really hurt them, hurt the Texans in that game, is their safety who was covering Kelsey hurt his ankle really badly. He stayed in the game, but he was not the same player the rest of the game. And Kelsey just went off after that. It happened in the first quarter. And Kelsey didn't have anything in the first quarter. Then after that first quarter was over, then Kelsey went off. Yeah, I agree. Every single offensive player went off (laughs) after Mm -hmm. the first quarter. It was uh, quite a display. Did the Titans have a uh, defender that can handle Kelsey or – I don't think so. They'll have to double Kelsey or they'll have to double Tyreek Hill. It's a matchup nightmare for them. Uh, I think I think the Chiefs are going to put up points, um, but I think that the Titans are going to be able to slow down the game a little bit, and, and they're going to have to. If they're going to win this game, they have to slow down the pace of this game. 
because the Chiefs can score very quickly. It's, they, they can score in one minute. So the Titans, they have to control the clock. They have to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hand basically the entire game, have 14, 15 play drives. They need the same and, formula that's won in the first two games, I think. Yeah, ex- they exactly. got to score exactly. probably twice before the other team scores. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, somehow figure out a way to force a couple turnovers that stall out big drives. I don't think you beat them in a yeah. shootout. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. Daniel Hill's not going to compete with any of these. I mean, he's not competing with lesser quarterbacks than Mahomes. Yeah. So the over-under, uh, I, I guess we'll go on to the other game. We, we probably shouldn't uh, go into our this week's discussion quite yet. We've got the uh, Packers uh, beating the Seahawks in a close game. Um, do you guys have any opinions on this game? I, I just felt like the the Seahawks, like luxury, had kind of run out, and they weren't really doing much with the ball. It was out of gas. Kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was kind of Russell Wilson was the only option, and uh, the home too many hard won. games in a row, and you have a running back who hasn't played all year. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's kind of how I feel. The ghost of Marshawn Lynch playing. Yeah, I didn't quite see anything uh, too impressive. Uh, from the Packers other than Devontae Adams seems like a, a, a player that when he's healthy is like a, an elite guy, but has had problems staying on the field. Um, I don't really have any opinions about this game other than it just felt like, yeah, the Seahawks had lost uh, the wind in their sails. Yeah, they, they, looked, they, looked, they looked exhausted. That, that's all I can say about it. The, their running backs weren't there. I'm the, was it that fourth stringer that he who, Turbin uh, was – No, not Turbin. He's oh, – he's undrafted Homer? rookie. Yeah, Homer. That that guy is pretty good. He's he's feisty. I, I think he will be good in the future, but it's too little too late right, kind of kind of thing. And that Lockett was good, but they didn't – other than Lockett and Hollister, like DK Metcalf basically disappeared in that game. He was non-existent, so it was basically Lockett, Hollister, and and Wilson. When you're that dependent on one player to basically carry your team, it, it makes it too difficult, especially when you fall behind early. Agreed. Yeah, I wasn't wasn't quite excited. I wasn't really blown away by the Packers' performance either. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's let's just go into a conference championship. We've got uh, the Titans uh, versus the Chiefs in the early game um the chiefs are giving seven and a half the over under is 53 uh again the chiefs scored 51 last week if uh that is something you need to be reminded of i i feel like this is a easy over bet and um i'm not quite sure how it is settled at seven originally i didn't bet it and I probably should have. I'll probably still hang with these guys for seven and a half. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to take the Titans in the points. I don't think they're going to win this game, but I'm going to take them in the points because I think their entire plan, if if it comes to fruition, is they're going to slow down the game, run 14 to 15 play drives, and Mahomes is only going to get to touch the ball eight, nine times in the game. And you just got to pray that they don't score a touchdown every single time you touch it. I love the qualifier at the end. Just hope. All right. Yeah, I, 
I, I, uh, I don't know how much you can compare the, the Texans defense to the Titans defense. I think they're equally like middle, middle of the road kind of group. So I can't imagine like after being so hot last week, they're probably going to have adjustments for this week and not look so sluggish in the first quarter. Uh, I don't, I don't see how the Titans keep this close. Unless we have another repeat of the, uh, another, you know, one out of 10 performance, like the Ravens had. What do you think, Wes? Yeah. I chiefs minus seven and a half. I think, honestly, I think this is probably, I would make this 10. And uh, I think the two and a half is basically because the story is Henry, but if you just take take away any nameplates and any stats other than the team stats, there's nothing about the Titans' offense that's telling you that they're they're a better offense than the Chiefs or that they should be in the same conversation. To me, I haven't seen you know their their yardage totals the last two games in, in like they don't reflect a team that's beating these teams. They have lucked into it through a bunch of turnovers and comically comical coaching and and execution problems um, from from other teams. And and hey, they. They didn't mess up on their own, um, which was enough to win those games. But I don't think they're coming in with anything near what the Chiefs are coming in with, which was a, oh, we stumbled a bit at the beginning, and then we just played three quarters better than anyone else in the league can play. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, they they faced a terrible Patriots team, but, you know, they have the legacy. It's like, oh, are they the actual Titans? Like, they can – topple you know gods like the patriots and the, the ravens who, who the hell are the chiefs um but i think that's just more of a narrative argument i think the pats were on their last legs and the ravens yes just had the worst performance they could have put out there and they they kind of yeah they lucked out into that win do you guys have any other opinions about this game? The money's in on the Chiefs, and I'm, I'm going to go down with Andy Reid. I don't know why, but <laughs> I'm already uh, all uh, I, I already said – I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to say I'm going to take the Titans and the points. I think they're going to lose, but I'm going to take the points. He said it twice yeah. in a row, and he's been right. So, You know, what's interesting about this game, and I could totally foresee this, is that uh, Harrison Bucker been, has been, like, the best kicker in the league. Mm-hmm. And I could totally see, like, Reid trusting – Butker in big situations and like he has the worst day of his life and that's why they lose the game or don't cover or something <laughs> well, I like mean, that. I mean the weather's gonna be terrible, so it's gonna be hard to kick. hmm Yeah, and he's actually faded away from Butker in, in uh distance kicks. Um not when it's uh, a free game, but um, I'm tickled by like, this because the Ravens were having success moving the ball with like players I'd never heard of and like guys like Kelsey. There's a big difference between Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews and whatever, like, two-headed tight end or three-headed tight end. Michael Hurst. They were trying to talk up over there. I was like, listen, I've been watching guys like Kittle and Kelsey tear up defenses for real. Like, this, like, seam-like play that you have with your chunky tight end is nowhere near as uh, impressive to me. And that was was enough. They were moving them all with ease against Tennessee. So I think Kelsey's going to pop off. Um, Someone will probably have to get hurt for for the Chiefs to lose if they both play well. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they really just have to keep rolling the dice here. It'll be a third time in a row. They have to to beat a, a big favorite. Um, I'll uh, we'll move on to the the three forty game in Santa Clara. As we said earlier, weather isn't a factor. Um, I I think we've already made our points. I I bet this line at seven. 
Um, both of them earlier in the week, yeah, both uh, the Chiefs-Titans game and the Niners-Packers game were uh, seven early, and uh, Vegas has given them the extra half point. Um, do you do you guys have a feeling why those numbers moved or anything, or just um... uh, Bakhtiari, the right tackle, uh, the left tackle for the Packers, has been reeling a little bit. He he's got a he got injured at the end of the game against the Seahawks, and so right. he's he's questionable for this game. So they're basically looking at an extra half just based on that. Any if, if Niners back, if, injury report? No, everybody's good. Everybody's good to go. So I'm looking forward to seeing that, them getting after Aaron Rodgers' ass in this game. <laughs> yeah, they looked so good last week that the extra half point is, has to just be the public saying, this is the best team left. Yeah, uh, the, and obviously the the previous matchup, the Niners-Packers, uh, the Niners lit, yeah, lit up Rodgers' ass, as Tim would put it. And uh, I think they got to him five times. Yeah, they got to him five that was, times. That was without D Ford. So D Ford's back. I I totally see that like the difference in their defense or the difference in the, their health has really been a factor because their secondary was a little weak and now that they are able to play a little bit differently, it's it's back to the elite defense that they had at the beginning of the year. Yeah, this this is the best defense I've I've seen them play all year basically since the beginning of the year since like week week one through eight when they actually had everybody now everybody's fully healthy watching them last week you saw what bosa can do because he was freed up because ford was back and wow he really showed he flashed on almost every single play he flashed in the run game he flashed pet rushing in the passer he fr- he flashed in the pass game he deflected a pass he knocked down a pass in the past thing off cooldown it's like <laughs> uh, I mean, he's he's good. Uh, Bosa Bosa just won Rookie of the Year too. So, um, I, Tim, guy I'm a little upset beast. that you didn't turn us on to Bosa Rookie of the Year bets. <laughs> uh, yeah, I probably should have been talking about that earlier. Um, I mean, I've been on him for for a while now, but it's he, he's a probably he's the best defensive player on the Niners, and the Niners have a great defense. <laughs> It just shows you like how good he is as a player. I don't like this number. I think clearly better team, but I think they could easily keep it within a touchdown. So I, I don't see much value here. I was gonna say um, Jimmy G didn't have uh, quite an electric uh, game last week. They they really just beat them by with field position and, uh, and running the running running. the ball down their throats but that just shows you yeah. that the Niners don't need to even throw the ball to beat a team a good team by 17 i the the, sure. how, the Vikings how far would you power rank the the Vikings versus the Packers a full the Packers are probably number 4 and i put the Vikings in number 6 in the league okay so yeah pretty close so you're really getting not that bad of odds here. I, I, yeah, I think I, the Niners are going to win by 10. So this, for me, I, I have no question in my mind. That, uh, so I think they're going to win by 10 at least. Yeah, I, I, I think this is a blowout potential. Um, I might look at alternate lines later in the week. I, I really think that this is just a bad matchup. The Niners have 
the ability to shut down Devontae Adams, and literally the only other option is Jimmy Aaron Graham. Jones for them. Jimmy Graham well, and Aaron right, Jones. But, but like, so right, the Niners had to defend versus Thielen and Diggs, and that wasn't a problem. So imagine they only have to defend one receiver, and look how well they did against the the run game, which was the real threat, and they didn't do anything. And Aaron and, and, and the. And Thielen and Diggs are both better receivers than Adams. And they stopped them basically cold. Diggs, Diggs uh, had that one play, but that's because Akella Weatherspoon is an ass clown and he has no clue <laughs> out there. But, um, and I called that shit. I was like, if, if he's out there, he's a liability. <laughs> Something big will happen where he'll, where he'll will be pulled at some point if he's out there. Right. Yeah. Thought, and they 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 basically yanked him in the second half, right? They yanked it's him after a, that play. Oh, after right. that play happened, he was gone. Next next drive, it was Emmanuel Mosley in. Later. Hmm. Must be embarrassing. <laughs> um, to every week have Tim rail on on you. <laughs> I hope he I hope he recovers. Um, <laughs> I hope he okay, what, what about the 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 number we got? <laughs> well, he still got chance in the XFL. He's looking for the XFL is right next door. Yeah. So over under is forty five here. Does that look interesting to you? Uh, any chance of a shootout or a blowout? Or do you I'll think take the over on that. Game? I'll take the over on that actually. I think the Niners are going to score in the thir- in the thirties, and I think the Packers will probably score in the low twenties. Okay. I think it's going to be like thirty-one twenty-three, or thir- thirty-one seventeen. They won't cover oh. if it's thirty-one seventeen. It's right. Did you say it was, right? What did you say it was? Forty-five. Oh, 45. Yeah, okay. forty-five. Thirty-one seventeen. Oh. They cover. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's a that would be very exciting for you, Tim. Um, <laughs> any thoughts of uh, hedging your your Super Bowl bet at seven to one? I'm feeling pretty comfortable seven to one. <laughs> you thought he'd hedge? He thinks this team is the third best team of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. I don't think I would go that far. But third best Niner good. team. Oh, third best Niner team. Yeah. Sorry. I'm... Any uh. Only if they win the Super Bowl. Only if they win the Super Bowl. Any thoughts uh, else, else on this game or any insights on props or anything? Could look at Super Bowl odds. Yeah, I could shoot out the Super Bowl odds. We got the Niners are plus 165, Chiefs 135, Packers 650, and Titans 650. We can – this don't look too great. Um, Seems like you would just parlay either of the underdogs if you thought they were good. And if you like the favorite, you hopefully would have already bet it. It's not, it's not really very good. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I wouldn't touch the favorites at those prices. Sure. So, so the Chiefs are the favorite time? then. Chiefs are the favorite. Mahomes is the MVP favorite now. Is that surprising to you that they would move ahead of the Niners? I guess probably also because they play the Titans and the Niners play the Packers. But. Yeah, 
I, I think they're putting a little bit more onus on the fact that the Niners are going to ha- have more of a fight against the Packers is what they're assuming. Yeah, I think they're probably saying the Titans can't stay within seven and a half of the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> it's also more, more likely that, um, you know, like the quarterback wins the MVP and it's a higher chance that Mahomes has a blowout game than Jimmy Garoppolo does. So then I, then I would say if, if with following that logic, I'm with you. Quarterback almost always wins MVP. Uh, how about Rodgers at 750? I think if they oh. win, it goes down very quickly, right? Because if he's in the Super Bowl, and now it's like now he's plus 160 or plus 200. Yeah. Um, so there could oh, God. be some value on Rodgers. Can you, can you imagine a State Farm Super Bowl? Mahomes versus Rodgers? <laughs> Tim, oh, you're fucking you're reading the script. Oh, God. Watch the refs just be absolute douchebags and call penalty on every single play to make it impossible for the Niners to do anything. Tim is already Ooh. blaming the refs. Always the refs. <laughs> the game hasn't even started. It's, the refs have already stolen this one away from him. <laughs> because Big State Farm called in some favors. Yeah, they they called in some favors. I'm in. I'm in on this conspiracy theory, Tim. We're going Rogers. <laughs> the Goodell. Goodell called it in. He's like State Farm. Oh, hey. Do this. Hey, Timbers, that's enough, buddy. <laughs> All right, wow. Damn, we really, we really dogged the Titans. Trash There's no team. way they win this game. They need the fifth percentile performance they, from the Chiefs. Yeah, they, they, they need, need turnovers. The, it's turnovers. So you get yeah. th- four turnovers, you win. But I don't think that that's a reliable strategy. Yeah, if the Titans get four turnovers, yeah, I think they will win this game. The turnover differential, the turnover battle is going to be the difference. In this I think game. they're going to. I think the Chiefs are going to style on them. They look great. Has there been? I mean, I'm sure it happens, but like the last couple of weeks, obviously the Ravens blew their their uh, their huge favorite. But how many how many times has like the the division and conference game has been just so full of uh, Heavy favorite. Oh, I think it's like this often. I don't know. I think whenever, yeah, like so this year is the first time without like Brady, Roethlisberger, Manning, like real contenders. So like you, you have games where like Tannehill versus like Brady or versus Mahomes <laughs> or Lamar Jackson. It's like this is a complete mismatch. <laughs> three, yeah, three MVPs and Tannehill. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he's coming out on top. He has been. Two. It's impressive. Tama throw. Doing nothing. Doing just enough. Throwing. I think he's thrown for combined 180 yards in both games. How can you think that that's good enough? I can't. I can't believe it. I can't believe they won either of those games. And well, it's because Derrick Henry rushed for 180. I don't think yards so. I think it's because the other teams. Turn the ball over a lot. Look at the offense. The, their offensive production is not, like, incredible. It's, they're not scoring tons of points. They're not blowing the other team off the field. They can run and kill the clock, but that's not getting them 600 yards of offense. Pathetic. 
He's probably going to get, so that's how that works. He's going to get the full deal. Yeah. Three years, 60 million, or whatever it is, three years, 70 million. Yeah, he's a winner. So, oh, he's definitely coming back. He's coming back to the Titans, for sure. For sure. He's you don't think anyone else is going to be interested in his services? I think they will, oh, yeah. but I think the Titans will offer him the most money. Really? Because it's, cl- it's clear, I think, they're going to trade or just cut, straight up cut Mariota. They're going to pay up for a guy that's thrown for 70 yards in back-to-back games. They don't think they can do better than that? Dude, there's so many dumb teams, Tim. You're, you're, underestimating, you you're underestimating the Redskins. I mean, the Jaguars could just do it again. We've got <laughs> – ca- He's yeah. not the, you can't look at that team and those two games and think he's the reason they're winning. Yeah, you can. He's a game manager. You, you, I, you I could see the Chargers. That. I could see the Chargers bringing in. The Chargers? <laughs> Tons of teams. Oh, man. I don't think well, the Jaguars would because the Jaguars have Gardner Minshew. Exciting signing. 33-year-old Ryan Tano. There's tons of teams. Buccaneers, oh, yeah. they need a quarterback. Yeah, uh, Buccaneers do. I think he could definitely go to Tampa Bay. Especially in that Curtis can do. Come on. He can't throw 30 picks. He can't throw Bang- 40 touchdowns. <laughs> Bengals decide to trade down just to get Tannehill. Colts, they always need a quarterback. <laughs> All oh, those teams have better quarterbacks than Tannehill. <laughs> None of them are winners like Tannehill. None of them have this this Greek god Derek Henry. Yeah. Nobody has him. anybody else that goes god mode. It's like, how can you win with a quarterback uh, that throws for 70 yards? Well, you have a unstoppable running back. Do you have one of those? Because then you can win with Ryan Tannehill. There's like three <laughs> running backs like that. Oh, Panthers definitely could go for him. Yeah. Panthers, Panthers could if they Full just rebuild dropped. Panthers. They're not in win mode. They're not going to be boosting anyone. They've just lost their best defensive player in league in franchise history. Ah, uh, yeah, they lost their best defensive player and they've lost their best offensive player. What? What happened to McCaffrey? Well, oh, I I was thinking of well Cam Newton last year, the previous year, but so in the last two years they've lost their best offensive player and their best defensive player in the last two years. Maybe they could sign Colin Kaepernick. How about those Astros? Young... Cheaters. Well, you want to move on to uh, to baseball, an inferior I, I, sport. I think we should talk about uh, the biggest scandal in sports. Someone <laughs> stole a World Series. That's a big yep. deal. Apparently, a couple a couple teams stole mm-hmm. some World Series. Yeah, just one. Yeah. <laughs> one, huh? We just want to limit it to one team here. Uh, okay, so yeah. Cora I... doesn't count, huh? What did he do in Boston? He brought his system over. That's right. why they won. Uh, Didn't see any 18. evidence of that. No evidence of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I have a hot take. I don't, I don't think Pete Rose should get in based on any of this stuff. He's, <laughs> his, his, his cheating is worse. If you're the manager, oh, I only oh. bet on, on the games to win. It's like, wouldn't you like stream your best relievers those games? Wouldn't you, like, totally yeah, fuck yeah. up your team? He's guilty, yeah. but how is it worse than this? They cheated for a whole season. Well, apparently, like, a lot of teams are doing it. Even Tim Zinks are, are being roped in. 
<laughs> Even Tim's on. Yanks, steroid-laden Yanks. <laughs> it is kind of, uh, hey, 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 they don't have they don't have facial hair. That's that's important, at least. <laughs> yeah, they're gentlemen. Gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen cheaters. Yeah. I it, what what's really egregious is that they um, were a hundred and five win team or whatever last couple of years. It's like you had to go and break all the like you know, ethical rules to what probably gain like four or five games. Oh, I would guess they got a lot of benefit out of this. <laughs> I think yeah, if you, it's, if you yeah. know every pitch, if you know every pitch that's going to be thrown. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You have, I think you have all those players. That's, that's what we don't like. That's, there's no physical evidence of 162 games of them doing this, but yeah. At home enough. for yeah, sure. All right, let's just yeah. say, yeah, so okay. 81. Just say it's 81 How games. How much better are you if you know what's coming? Yeah, well, like, they do have, like, the, the stats of, like, batting averages, like, home and away, and, like, the differences between, like, years when they supposedly weren't doing it and the years they were, and it's, like, 30% on your batting average <laughs> or something. Holy shit. That's a I mean, yeah, it's, it, it should be, right? If you know <laughs> what's coming, that's, like, the whole – that's the whole thing. They can all execute. They can all hit a fastball. One of the things, though, that I, I, I am certain of is that all the teams were also trying to do this. Because, just, like, yeah. how often do you hear, like, someone, like, banging on a garbage can all game, like, when the breaking ball is coming, and the <laughs> other team not notice? Yeah. Or they do notice and don't say anything because they're equally trying to cheat. Hey, if you get caught, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that that excuse works. The, okay, you uh, broke the rules just because well, you're one of the caught doesn't mean you. Got one, one of the pitchers, one of the pitchers for the White Sox, said he noticed that they were calling his pitches, but he just never said anything. He he told said that to uh, to the um, to Manfred. That's not even their only cheating. They have the the spin rate scandal. Every pitcher that goes there somehow gets like a 40% increase on their spin rate. It's like, oh, yeah, you're all using some gripping substance that they haven't found out yet. Yeah, all of a sudden, like, Verlander has a huge resurgence. Yeah, I want to see what What? Garrett – I mean, I'm worried about your boy Garrett Cole, Tim. Like, what's his stuff going to look like without whatever they had in Houston? His stuff got crazy down there. Yeah, his slider like went to another level. His, look there. at his numbers in Pittsburgh, and look at his numbers in in Houston. That's not the same player. Yeah, that's, yeah that's like a yeah. somewhat above average, average to above average starter to the best pitcher in baseball. Yeah, Verlander. Yeah, there's, there's only well, Verlander was on a downslide his last two years, yeah. and then he goes, then he goes to to Houston, and now he's back to God. He's back yeah. to God mode. He's just throwing 101. Yeah. He's curiously ridiculous. He's, his lips are silent. He's a guy who, who loves to like <laughs> prove when he's right, and he has been dead silent. So he must he must be you know balls deep in this problem too. Are you excited um, about what? Cole, Tim? Um, I I think he was egregiously overpaid. I think you have he the money, the Tim. Player. You have the I, money. I think he was the best pitcher in, in the game last year. Yeah, I'll say that. He was the best pitcher in the game last year. That's what you have to pay to get him. And if that's what they, he thought they, they had to do, uh, then... I mean, he's not, he's not worth that much money for a guy who pitches every fifth day. 
Sorry. He only plays one. He's only affects the game one every five days. But he affects it more than five times as much when he does pitch. Right. He's in every play in that one in five game, whereas like your shortstop is only in three plays. I mean, mean, you could say he affects, you know, probably two to three games because if he pitches well, he affects the bullpen because he went deep in the game. I I just mean within the game that he pitches, he has more influence. He has more influence than than anybody, any player by several times. Yeah, it's true. If he pitches seven innings, that's, the entire game he's what do you guys feel about the uh the suspension value um it's nonsense would you I think they're at, all black at, i assume they're all blackballed right no one's hiring any of those people again no uh, they're definitely going to get like a minor league job you know in three years and they'll climb their well their ways back. well cora cora has been he's basically been um he's not allowed to go anywhere near baseball for the next two years basically I don't – how can you hire these guys? It's – I don't put anything past anyone, but it's like yeah. these aren't like, oh, a mistake. <laughs> they were cheating for an entire <laughs> year. I mean, Lunau was also – had the other scandal, right, where they were hacking – Lunau – Lunau is – he should have been – he should have been – He's probably done. Yeah, Lunau's probably been, done. He should have been banned for life. Yeah, um, I think so. You can't – Two twice. Two major scandals. Well, uh, and not only that, even more than that. Also, they were, also they they were threatening to sue him for the maltreatment of personnel too, as well. His uh, like he, his underlings so, yeah. and, and people around the organization. I guess he was, he, he was mistreating his whole organization. Yeah, he was. It's, all right, so he's he's hacking into other teams. That was already like probably should have been bannable. And then uh, we've got this. He probably knew about it. Probably wasn't implementing it. I don't know how far, how much he knew about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Buck stops at the GM. And then uh, he's, he's also been like notorious for like manipulating draft picks and trying to like fuck around with those people. Like he screwed over, uh, what's his name? Mark Appel and oh, yeah. um, Tommy Aiken or Brady Aiken. Um, well, yeah. So yeah, that, that guy's done. I think, but I think Corin AJ Hints are, are, Known to be good guys and good baseball people, and they'll definitely. I think get they will be job. back eventually. I, I don't think they'll be back right away. I think it might be like three or four years. But I think they'll be back in some capacity as like a bench coach or something. Exactly, and then and yeah, only the finding the team five five million dollars. That's that's, that's such a how much pathetic, off like, winning the World Series. Right. Yeah, I, I saw that the estimate of their World Series win was sixty million dollars. Claw it back. Take back all the bonuses. The and it's also like, what if if say you're you're what's a a really bad team? Say you're the the Mariners. Would you sign up for this deal? Everyone would. Your your head coach GM. You're they're fired, um, but they get their rings. They got their uh, their World Series uh, payoff, and your town got to celebrate for two years. Um, you know, you sell out the next year. It's it's totally worth it. So it I, is worth it. I don't know what scandal is going to be next, but it's probably going to be uh, equally like tech related. Um, and the game's just not going to be able to. It's similar with like the steroids or any kind of drug testing. They're not going to be able to catch up faster than how 
far the cheaters are willing to go. Is it important to care about this? I think it's a good discussion point. Um, oh, it's interesting for sure. But I mean, like, should we be outraged that a team is doing this? Like, no, from- I think I think it's one of the, especially like within baseball. Like, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Oh, is like a mentality okay, yeah. that is. Um, but like, how far is too far? And this is obviously like. I kind of like that someone is going too far. I think it's, I think it's better. It's better entertainment that to hear about this. It's a scandal for sure. It's, but it's exciting. And it's, it's like watching a, you know, a good TV show. Some of the characters do crazy stuff sometimes. (laughs) I mean, that's one of the things about, uh, yeah, I I feel about the steroids. It's an entertainment show. Steroids is like, that guy is risking his life to like hurt himself in the long run. So like, it's obviously like not level on the playing field, but he's taking his risks. So like, if you're not willing to play the health game, it's just like with football, like name, name all the football players that are probably mediocre, but are like headhunters or known as like dirty players. And that's their, their ball game. Like, well, he's deciding to be handicapped when he's 40 years old. Like that's the reason why he's still in the league. Like is that a like the penalties are not that you should be punished? anywhere near uh, intense enough for these for any sort of deterrence? We all we all played, and at any point in your college career, if I had told you, I'm going to give you a shot every day for the next 15 years, um, and it's going to come with uh, you know a monthly check that adds up to about 50 million dollars, and you're going to be one of the couple hundred best people in the world at what you do for 10 years. That's yeah. an easy deal. Oh, well, it's an easy deal. I bring up I bring up those uh, those hypotheticals all the time. But like, so imagine you're Ryan Braun, who's like beloved, like the, like the town hero, and he lost like his whole family hates him. Like the town still loves him uh, because that town is a loser town. But um, <laughs> yeah, he has no credibility. The entire but he's, city of he's, Milwaukee is now loser town. He's probably made. <laughs> Well, I mean, Tim, you agree, like, they're Packer fans, so uh, how much do you think <laughs> Braun has made? How much Braun has made in his career? A couple hundred million, at least. Yeah. And, at least, you know, a couple hundred million. He's, he can still go into any Milwaukee bar and get whatever, uh, yeah, it's whatever worth beer it. he wants. It's been worth it for him, and he got caught, and most of these guys don't get caught. I'm not saying that it's a great moral thing to do, but I totally understand it. These guys spend every waking moment of their lives wanting to be the best at what they do, and they have a path to it. And, and, and even more, they know other people have been doing it, and mm-hmm. it costs them money. I mean, you can hear it, whether it's the cheating or the steroids. You hear these guys, they say, hey, it makes me sick to think about what my numbers against the Astros have been over the last couple of years. And it would make me sick, too. I yeah, I would could not imagine being a pitcher and not being furious at this shit. I think so. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, especially if there especially teams like the A's. There, there should A's be a, there, there should be a class action lawsuit. But yeah, guys are driven out of the game by the Astros. Yeah, well, I mean, just like uh, you know, imagine you got shelled one one game. You gave a, you gave up seven runs, right? Your year went from four to four point five. Like that's a hundred thousand dollars next year in it. At least in your easily, next, you know, free agent. Free. Yeah. So, like, uh, I I really hope there is some kind of, like, <laughs> I hope it's not, like, how pathetic the, the Congress hearings were on steroids. But there should be some kind of investigation into why it was. 
Yeah, this is gonna be shit that's like buried under the rug by Manfred and all the all those clowns. Cause like this is this is uh this is black eye. This is really bad. Cause like they should have really fucking blacklisted these people. Cause like you really want to set the bar to like don't fuck around with this shit. Well, I think I think You're- it's intentionally uh, soft. I, I think Black they want day. to make it not a story. And so if you don't come mm. out with crazy intense penalties, if they had given them the Joe Jackson thing, then that would be in the news. And, and it would be a bigger story because they took more dramatic action. As it is, it's like, it's kind of, con- they, they handed out a bunch of different penalties. It's a bit confusing and hard to sort of rationalize like, well, they sort of Who treated a bunch what? of different parties differently. Some of them got it worse than others. And then there's also penalties that the teams handed out to those employees. So like, should I feel good? Should I feel it's too hard or not hard enough? I don't really know, but I think well, it's like pretty the, clear the it's not hard enough at all. All these teams, all the parties involved should really be held accountable at a level the, that it's not even close to. The problem that, that sh- you know, like you don't want to affect the fans, right? The fans like still, you still want the fans to come out and watch the game and be able to watch like, a, you know, a good team or, you know, whatever. You don't want to like, every player is cut and you have to like draft from like the Caribbean league or something like that. I, I think the owner should be forced to sell. It should be, just be like a ton of like, just tear down the entire like organization. This is worse than Donald oh. Sterling, right? I right, mean, yeah. I would say so, yeah. Effectively, he said some bad things well, and things, he should go, but this is worse things. than saying things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because it affected, affected all, completely other organizations. The A's organization was affected seriously by this. And yeah. they're, they're not going to get anything from it. Yeah. I, I what about mean, the, the, the – I was going to say the, the players, like, think about the guys. Yeah. So, yeah, it's one thing if, like, my numbers are worse, great. But it's like, well, how many times did I have to stay out there for an extra six, seven, eight, nine, ten pitches in an inning? And maybe I blew out my arm because I was, you know, try, trying to throw pitches I wouldn't have had to throw otyerwise because you knew what was coming. Anyone yeah. who had a, ne- a negative experience – I mean, who, who had something ha- bad happen against the Astros to them has to think, hey, did I get screwed? Kershaw. Mm-hmm. Of course. Kershaw's in fucking, like – yeah, he's got to be livid right now. Oof. Yeah, Dar- uh, Darvish. Darvish, Darvish fucking like probably lost he probably lost like fifty million dollars. Yeah. yeah, he he probably lost some <laughs> on off his free agency, or just like any opportunity. Yeah, just because, because of those two games, he looked rattled in the playoffs. Yeah, he he got shelled twice in the in the World Series. And they said that he was tipping his pitches. No, he wasn't. No, they, we <laughs> they, they were. Yeah. The whole they were calling team pitches was from the. Your- <laughs> Everyone was tipping their pitches. Really. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Everybody's like, "Oh, everybody knew he was tipping." Like, no, it was because you guys were called pitches. Yeah, I, I, yeah, right. So we would have had someone like visual evidence, um, like, "Oh, yeah, Darvish was like, you know, touching his nose when he was throwing curveballs. He was fucking throwing ninety-five with like nasty stuff, and they were laying off curveballs in the dirt and shit like that." So it's like. All right. Well, we can retrospectively see like this was some evil. This was clearly something was off, but it's easy to say, say that yeah. in hindsight. But it's mm. it's it's still yeah. The punishment doesn't fit the crime. This like won't the, stop anyone from doing it again, right? No, of course, of course not. I mean, the coaches, the coaches, especially okay, younger so. guys, younger coaches won't really care. I mean, one, one of the things that like is like something that should be thought about is just like like the punishment is like so weak but like they they still got paid right they got, they they got their million they dollars lose, they, they didn't their lose salaries. their bonuses 
That's what I was saying. They should claw back whatever their postseason shares were. Yeah, they should, yeah, garnish their wages or some shit like that. It's like they fucking were doing shit illegal. If you, if you I, yeah, really, like, yeah, if you really thought that this was a serious problem, you would blackball them all like the, like the Black Sox. Everybody on the team. You just say, hey, if, if, we, if we really don't want people to cheat, that's what you got to do. Yeah, see, this and what's so we all we've only caught one, we've caught two teams. The Red Sox probably cheated too, but the we only caught we've only caught one team. Um, and so like slanderous, it's it's probably best to just like bury them. Yeah, it, it you have to set the line that like this is like not acceptable. But it's but but that's the thing is I think it's the commissioner's incentive is actually to just make the story go away and it's not to make it amplified by adding more fuel to the fire because if you throw them if you ban them all then you know there's going to be lawsuits you know there's it's going to drag on for years it's going to be this it's going to be the story of the decade for baseball is that an entire yeah. team is banned for cheating rightfully for cheating but that's not going to be a very and there's going to be lawsuits for the money the lost and yeah because yeah, it's going to be a, it's gonna be a litigation. Like, like so, Should like litigation people, people, people say like um, the best time for baseball is during the steroid era. Where people came back to the stadiums, and then like the lull in, in attendance currently is because, oh, you know, uh, all the players are being played too high, or you know, this is the fall off from all the steroid use. But no, it's just like tickets are too expensive, and you're not selling a good product. So like, yeah, if you go into another era, like, well, like, oh, this Astros era of like cheating and like. I can't. I don't want to go to the games anymore because you know there's this cheating thing hanging over it. I I I think it's more just like the product is is lessening in value. And if you want to narratively say it's because of the steroid era or the cheating era or something, that's something you can say on you know hot takes or first take or whatever the hell those stupid shows are called. But it's not true. It's like their product is getting worse. So I I don't think it would be that negative to have this be a part of the, the, the sports discussion. I think you have a uh, higher risk tolerance than baseball ownership owners do. I think <laughs> they look at is this as either a write-off or a cash cow and anything that changes the status quo for their passive investment is not, uh, it's not, I know. Interesting yeah. To yeah, the sports being handled by billionaires who want to maintain their their whatever nine zeros, whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah, it's pathetic. Um, it's a, a I, it's hard to get emotional about these things because, like, I feel yeah, like the other the other teams were equally trying to cheat that we haven't figured out. But I think in in the future, there's just going to be more and more technology that that comes out that Someone's going to maybe be able to exploit. Maybe, maybe some technology will come out where you can call pitches without where people can't just steal them with a camera. Good grief. How are people, how is that still the way? <laughs> we uh, saw that with the armband. Remember? Yeah. Like, I, well, they, they can put a fucking ear set in, into the, catcher's ear and have the pitcher talk into his glove mm -hmm. and, and all right so there was another there was a play there was a play during the packers seahawks game that like there was there was the line that was shown on tv 
and it was kind of blurred by the angles that we got. But they have the technology to put fucking sensors in the football and the sensors on on the the markers on the sidelines. They could know laser pinpoint <coughs> where the ball was when the knee went down. Spotters union will never go for that, Army. Yeah, the umpires, the referees, unions, they'll never accept that because they'll lose their job. And That's why we know. still have like uh, like TurboTax and things like that. Because yeah, the government, the government fucking yeah. negotiated with fucking companies so that the companies can, you know, continue to hire people. But that company should not exist. The government should just <coughs> send you your filled out W-2. <laughs> you, sh- you shouldn't have to fill that out. They already have that information. It just there's a scam currently being paid Everybody off. Everybody needs for. their cut, man. Everybody needs their cut. Yeah, nice. You just got to be a part of those scams while they're still legal. Let's and call then, it right there. I feel like that's a good way to wrap the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's the title of the podcast. You just need to be a part of those scams while they're legal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is a fucking way to live, baby. Oh my god. <laughs>